0: Popcorn to discuss. Want to know some more fun facts? Isn't it awesome to see some of your favorite content creators and favorite people honestly you follow here on this path? Be a part of this amazing community called the Nerd Initiative. Welcome to Fandoms, a show from every fan's point of view. Brought to you by the Nerd Initiative Network. Here's your hosts, Tony and Michael.
1: All right. Well, welcome, welcome to uh, Fandoms Episode Nine. I am speak. I am speaking because I know that my microphone is is turned on this time. Um, sure. So I'm pretty sure I that that pause when I said I'm speaking and I paused is because I'm like, wait a second, I don't know if I'm seeing movement. But yes, I do have audio, and so do you. Um, we are good to go. This uh, this Victory. this first show of the year. Happy 2023. Um how how's how's it going?
2: <laughs> I mean where where did the holidays go, right? Like
1: Oh, that that's was, what that's what COVID will do to you. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all were sick over the holiday. I had a kitchen fire on top of that. Um It was a rough it was a rough uh rough holiday, but it was nice. Towards the end it got it was nice. I had a birthday, uh had fun, got to relax. How was your holiday?
1: Um it's better now. let me me preface by saying this um it's covid's no joke it it, yes some people can go through it and have no problems at all my kid Mm -hmm. was through it like after four days um for me i am still like today i was off i literally slept for hours as soon as i got home from dropping my wife off at work um and so like, I would say I'm maybe like 85, 90% better, mm. uh, but it's going to linger for a while. Uh, but I barely, it was like, I, I, I went through a week of just feeling awful and then I was better for like a day and a half. And then all of a sudden I got worse and I had bronchitis afterward. It, it wasn't fun. Um, and I and just, the
2: brain, the brain fog I think is the worst out of all of it. Like you really do. It's just hard to think. It's hard to do anything. Yep. Um, yeah you know i i no one's no one's mistaken me for the sharpest you know pencil in the box anyway and so it was 10 times worse where i was like you're for, you're just forgetting things and it's just it's not fun i mean again i i always say the bottom line is this like people always you know wherever side of the fence you stand on this and we're not going to get political or whatever mm-hmm. do you want to go out and get a flu like no right and this is a flu that's much more uh-huh. contagious and stronger and can be deadly for certain people with pre-existing conditions so like I, I I don't want it if I don't have to get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, like like I was looking like, at a guy like I would get flu shots and I'd get sick after them, and I'm like, you know, it's no joke. That's it, a joke. I'm not going to do it anymore. And so I I stopped doing flu shots. And then all of a sudden, I went somewhere, and we all got. I think it was either I think it was swine flu. Like it was the H1N1, Aww. and it was like two weeks, like terrible. And so like I'm. And, and, like, and I'm vaccinated, and yes, I did get COVID, and I'm glad because I got the vaccine, because I imagine it would have been a whole lot worse for me, because oh, I yeah. have like lots of pre-existing conditions, but what cracked me up was when, when you were telling me about the COVID brain when the fire happened, because <laughs> if you want to just go ahead and say it, because it, it cracked me up when you explained it. So
2: yeah, I guess we're telling the truth, right? Um,
1: <laughs> if you don't want to, I will.
2: No, I... I mean look i in, in in hindsight i still don't think we did we handled it as, as well as we could have handled it essentially yes. what happened was and uh, you know a tow server went up in flames um mm-hmm. and our you know handling of it post was we really didn't do much we waited to kind of get a fire extinguisher up and i remember just staring like I, this is what maybe you were laughing at i remember just staring at the fire as it caught onto the cabinets And because I was, again, racking my brain, thinking like, well, something pop into my brain that I've learned along my life in my 40 years of like what to do. And I knew what not to do. So I knew as you know, this fire was going from this toaster oven to I started to see the bubble up of the cabinets and whatever the laminate, and whatever. I'm like, well, I know not to put water on it because that's dangerous. Let's not do that. And I'm just sitting there. And it's like literally in my head you could put um dust in the wind playing in the background and i'm just like <laughs> walking as it just catches on fire and i just the only thing i did was like i was very adamant i yelled at my wife to get the dog get out of the, uh, the apartment she did um and then i just kind of stared and i tend to have i get very 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 i don't get I, I, I found this out a long time ago. I don't get like nervous, like I don't get my energy doesn't go up when I get nervous. Mm-hmm. It goes down and I get very mellow. Um, and so that was me just staring at this fire um, and just trying to go through my head. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? We didn't have a fire extinguisher. We do now We have a little mini one of those little mini ones. Um, and they came in and they put it out. Um, and the cleanup was worse than anything else but yeah yeah i, it, I saw the pictures like is terrible 30, like five minutes just like you know like all we are is dust in the wind as this fire's like catching on and like yep. my life's flashing before my eyes and and i just kind of was sitting there w- looking and i was like eh, well maybe this is how i go
1: well just just as a as a positive note and this is something like if you're watching this show you may not be outdoors inclined which Um, you know, I'm not normally, but there is one thing that we've learned. Michael has learned it firsthand. And then I remember watching, I think it was a video about it, like a long time ago. Um, if you ever want to go camping and you're worried about accelerant for your fire, just get corn chips like tortillas, like Tostitos. They will light on fire and they are great accelerants. And if you get them close to a heat source, they will burst into flames. So, you know, um, it's it's one of those things. So uh, yeah, don't don't go buy that expensive kindling. Just throw a bunch of tortilla chips on the yeah. fire on the fire and it'll get it going. And um,
2: the the funny thing is, like about a month ago, we I had like this gift card to spend on like whatever. It was like at work, I'd gotten these points for like you know people thank you with like certain points within the company or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was like bringing up, I was like, hey, what about an air fryer? I've heard great things about air fryers and. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife was like, oh, I don't know. We ended up getting like a gift card to some restaurant where we, we probably will never go to. And um, now we have an air fryer um, mm-hmm. instead of a toaster oven because toaster ovens like apparently they are not the safest things in the world. So we have a toaster just for bread and then a toaster and then a air fryer for everything else. And it's amazing. It is oh, yeah. life changing. There's like groups and stuff out there. Uh, the French fries for bacon for whatever. It is epic. So, yeah, we are part of that obsession now. Now
1: we got to get you on fire. the instant pot though. That's that's the that's the thing though. Yeah. Instant pot. You're, you're 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 about you're about like 6 years behind I think when it comes to trends. So like the air fryer was the thing and then the instant pot I just got fan. on
2: Twitter. Thought, Let's do this. no I'm just kidding. I've been on
1: Twitter. <laughs> exactly. What is what is this internet? I feel like this
2: <laughs> inter- yeah, the internet's a fad. I don't I don't think it's
1: a I remember I remember um, um, what was it? Um when I was at work, this person kept ca- kept calling it in. Um, it's like when you go onto the internets and you do this, and like she was explaining to somebody how to go on the website to do something for work, and I'm like, please stop calling it the internets, because people are going to think you're crazy or that you don't know what you're talking about, because you don't like you fake until you make it. And she just didn't understand. It. She called the webs the internets. Um what is, So, okay, so we
2: got to look at the origin, like, and I'm starting to do this now, too. What is the the? Like, what's the story behind the reasoning behind adding the the as you get older? Like, I that's what I want to know, because I've done on the phone, too, where I'm talking to someone, I'm explaining something. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, when we get on the YouTube and I'm like, and I catch myself doing it. I wonder what I'm is not the there yet for that.
1: I'm not there why, yet.
2: Why? But why? did It's not like I, I can't. There's things I can fathom. Like as I get older, I mean, look at the shirt I'm wearing. I'm wearing a Vin Diesel, Fast and the Furious shirt. So like when I, when you're younger and you see like an old man wearing like,
1: well, red, you could know, just red. you could just say that that's because of the post COVID that you have still have a lack of taste.
2: Yeah, well, that's fine. This is my 10 second car shirt. Actually, it's one of my favorite shirts, <laughs> um, but. I think when you're younger and you're like see people like dress like crazy and you're probably like uh you start to realize as you get older like oh he's just an old man he doesn't he doesn't he just doesn't give a crap so it's fine like that makes sense to me i don't care um i care a little bit but i'm caring less and less as you get older the the thing i don't get that i'm trying to figure out because it's happening organically why you should as you get older i get more tired I should be cutting words out of my vocabulary. Why am I adding the into things? It's not, I'm not doing it on purpose. I don't know. So if anybody has any information out there, please drop a comment, let us know, like what's yeah. the psychology behind it. Yeah, I really would like to know what the reasoning behind the the thing
1: is. Well, now that this is a question, if it starts with me and I start using the with YouTube, I will go get an MRI real quick. And we can figure it out.
2: There's got to be a reasoning behind it. I have to look it up. I mean, I'm and I yeah. love looking up the entomology and the the you know the reasoning behind certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. So I I really would like to know like what it what is this like why? But
1: yeah. Well, speaking about the internets, um, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and talk about some news um, real quick before we do our segments. Um, first up, uh, let me get over here um there was actually a new post um we you just brought this to my attention by jerry jeremy renner uh just a little bit over 37 minutes ago um where he's taking a picture with the icu team and he's just thanking them for you know it it looks like renowned medical um and just thanking them for that and of course he got all of them in there and um he's got crazy hair but thankfully the nurse next to him has crazy hair too um but it's good to see he's doing talking about the hair I do, you're, I do. They're 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 trying they're trying to do the Rothman hair, but they're not succeeding. So, but
2: the Rothman hair is slacking these days uh, as I get older. But I mean, you know, like uh, jokes aside, I mean, thank God. I, I yeah, I, I think we were talking about this when I used to work for ABC, and I remember in man, what was it? Uh, oof, I think it was like 2016. Yeah, winter 2016. 2016 was just an awful year. I mean, Carrie Fisher and then her mom the next mm-hmm. day. And I just it, it, it tends to be and I know they say this and like it's it, there's probably no logical rhyme and reason, but like when something starts this way, it usually ends up being a trickle effect and we had obviously DeMar uh, Hamlin. Um, Hamlin, yeah. Favorite. I mean, so many and he's doing better. Um, you know, today mm-hmm. he he addressed his team for the first time. Um, so I mean, I'm just really glad to see that Jeremy Renner's doing better. We didn't lose, you know, a, a great quality actor, um, you know, one of our favorites, like in something tragic at the beginning of the year. And then it just, it always feels like, and I'm sure it's not, again, I know this is not true, but it always feels like once the domino hits it the, and then just like, it's just heart wrenching. So I'm just glad that he's, he's doing better. He seems to be okay. He's probably going to be affected for years, if not his life, you know, with his leg and everything, but yeah, he's alive. His family has him back you know, you know, thank God. So that's, that's all I can say. Like,
1: well, it was, it was like, um, any, any time you have individuals that are just like, like, like the situation he was in, he was, he was doing something good, helping a car out of a ditch. Um, the, the plow, you know, rolled back on him, like severely injured his leg, bleeding a lot, injured his chest, which was part of the reason why he had to do multiple surgeries. Um, it immediately brought me back to Anton Yelton, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm pronouncing his name properly. He, he got out of his afford escape. The, the escape break system didn't work. It rolled back and the door pinned him up against a fence and killed him instantly. Mm. And it's like, and, and that was a young man who, first of all, he was a cool young man. Like I was really excited about the work he did like on Star Trek,
3: yeah. um, yeah.
1: as, as Chekhov. And then even like, like the movies, like they did that were smaller, like odd Thomas, uh, that's still yeah. on Netflix and does well. Um, yeah. You know, he was just a really, um, and I think he did the remake for *Fright Night*, which um, honestly, in some cases, was better than the first one. But it, it, you know, it was one of those things where it was like he had he had his whole future ahead of him, mm-hmm. and then it was just cut off. Yeah. And and you you hate to see like things because you you and and this also brings up um, you know something else that was going on around the same time. Um, if you remember. There was a TikTok trend that was happening just the last couple of weeks, where people were telling their loved ones that celebrities had died when they hadn't. Did you see this on TikTok? No. What, what kind of people were people that? were going on talking about how like Ben Stein dead at whatever age or this person? And what happened was Angela Bassett's son did it for Michael B. Jordan. Like she he, he told her that Michael B. Jordan died and she freaked out and she made him do an apology video
2: Look
3: because
1: because the thing is like you imagine that's
2: our queen this is,
1: right we're there. we're coming off of Chadwick Boseman just passing oh, away like the last mom, 2 years and and it was like it was like he definitely didn't read the room and you know it was funny because everybody i think everybody was kind of looking at the trend and wasn't thinking about it until you saw a reaction like that from her and then you realize like this is yeah, it's, 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 you know, we, we think that, you know, celebrities are so far apart, but these are real people with real families. And yeah. even if it's a joke, you don't want to see that. I mean, I don't understand why we have us on, uh, even do like,
2: know, do you know, like, look, again, like, I, I, I am of the age and we're about the same age. Like, I've of the age where I have been working long enough to have like a before social media life. I remember when Twitter, you know, I was just started to work when Twitter like came about and people were like, I'm. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm. I'm eating pizza. Like that was like Twitter. Like, but now like seeing the evolution of what social media is and how it's affected the world and like, we get our you know our news. And mm-hmm. but do you know how many deaths have been reported on social media? Like yeah. It, I. I almost want to like. I want to curse right now because it's just it's so stupid. And again, I don't want to be that old man like get off my lawn. But like, this is just dumb. Like again, mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a generational disconnect because, like, it's not. I want to almost curse. It's not funny. No. And there's so many things like, and again, I have more, I have a closer perspective of it because I've been in the newsroom where you see something and you're like, please don't be right. And then it ends up being right. And it's like, Hey, reports are coming in and like someone posts like something, whatever. And you're like, Oh, come no, please don't. And it ends up being true. Mm -hmm. Um, We we had something recently. I think that was like, you know, Kevin Conroy was one. I was hoping that was a mistake. Like he's only, it was in his fifties. Yep. And again, like, a, a somewhat of a niche actor but you know impacted a lot of people and if you know him and you're a fan of him like such an amazing human being and i was like i hope they got it wrong you know because every now and then i think it's like 80 20 these days which is really sad like i think most of the time it's true even on smaller blogs smaller things and then every now and then it's like incorrect and like i've been a part of that where you you, you reach out to someone or their representative or whatever and they're like no, this happens all the time. I think it was uh, every year. It was Robert Redford used to get um, those on Twitter where like Robert Redford has passed, and it would bubble up. And so like
1: yeah, they've done more than just, just him. Yeah, like some some celebrities will take it on cheek and be like, you know, it's surprised I'm surprised I haven't seen that I've died on the internet yet. Like like they 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 take it as a joke, but at the same time, it's it it almost becomes a it's the shock and awe value that I think some people go for like like with Kevin Conroy uh, when Justin David Frank or um, Jason David Frank passed away um, mm. you know it was almost like everyone was trying to cash in on the videos to say that the person passed away and there I get where some people are reporting but at the same time some other people and then there was like the tribute videos upon tribute videos and I I, I wonder sometimes where the fine line is that we be respectful. And we do our job like I get for like Nerd Initiative, you know, we'll report on it. Like I'm unfortunately in the midst of us talking about this, we do have a celebrity or an actor who has passed away this week that I, that we're going to we're going to mention. But I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to do like a tribute, I would say, on my personal tiktok yeah. account that's against you know that's it's different from my normal content I think, because i don't want it to sound like i'm being insensitive yeah. that i'm just cashing out on the person being gone i think
2: if you're a fan it's okay i think yeah. if you're not you know i think if it you'll you'll know there's a there's a gut feeling and again like this is uh people are gonna be like that's not correct like this is not true this doesn't exist there's mm-hmm. a gut feeling i think if you're going out of your way and i've been there where it's like should i post something should i post something? you feel like you should and, you know especially if you get like in a rhythm of posting about news and whatever um if you feel like you're stretching to do it, then mm-hmm. don't do it.
1: Well, well, th- uh, well think about this. Working. You have you have a, you have major major networks that report on the the passings of people, and then when you have social media, it becomes it becomes trending, and then it's every tweet or every every yeah. Instagram post or every TikTok video is going to yeah. be one after. I, I can tell you right now when 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 J- J- Jason David Frank passed away, it was like every other video on my feed, even though I didn't really consume power ranger content was something to do with his passing yeah. And i'm like that if you're a family member you have to just basically give up on the internet for like a couple months yeah
2: yeah no 100 percent. because then there's going to be guesses about why he why why they died and then things yeah. like that i will say like i mean there are like look i i uh, two examples come to mind with kevin conroy there was something that i posted um and i'm glad i did and i thought it was amazing it was him reading Him and the the person who plays Commissioner, I don't know his name, uh, voices Commissioner Gordon in the animated Mm -hmm. series, reading the final scene from Dark Knight um, in the, you know, like dubbing. And I thought that was great and that it it took off. But it was also just like I just thought it was great. Like, I I think it's amazing. And it just shows like that, you know, as as a fan, it shows like what that means. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's one. The other one, I think, like, you know, look, like, when Robin Williams died, um, that was, like, the biggest news of the year um, because of all the things around it. And we're not going to get into what happened and the details or whatever. But it was such a shock because it was like, wait, what? Um, and I will say, like, the there is the trending, like you said, which is kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, whatever. But then there were some things where people were doing, like, in class, like, oh, Captain, my Captain, and getting on their, their desk, like, that's sweet and nice and shows that mm-hmm. someone's a huge fan of like his again right. I, I think that's the thing is like stay it's almost like stay in your lane without Or being- also
1: just be very sensitive to what you're doing like and i think that's the thing like i remember you know what was it when the passing of Chadwick Boseman like they did you had like the marvel studios role where it was all you know t'challa and we saw that in Wakanda forever um but what a lot of people didn't know is like during with, with with Black Panther being on Disney plus, they immediately changed it to that as well. So mm. like they like Disney did subtle things to 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 do that. And then like when when Stanley passed, you had the role for him and you know obviously anytime you hear you know Stanley talking about you know stuff, it, it gets me I, I don't want to say too emotional, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, <clears throat> I wish I would have been able to have known him more than just that short, you know conversation that I had. Um, because like, I, I think back on that's one of my favorite moments now in my life is that moment where I, I Stanley stopped the line to talk to me, you know? And it's like, I, and I get that. That's, that's, that's who I am. That's my, you know, that's, that's what I, you know, I, I focus on, I'm excited about and, and, um, it meant a lot to me. And I had to have that moment and share it's, it's like when you have somebody that you feel like you're close to. And I, and again, like some of these celebrities, especially some of these voice actors and, and people that you've grown up you know, seeing them do these things or write these things. It's like when George Perez passed away, Um, you know, it's like it's like the 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 amount the the impact in the industry that he had and how the stuff that he made was amazing. Like I remember um, before he passed away, uh, Ben Schubert was um, was wanting us to do like like just do a quick thing of thank you, George Perez, so he could see it. And and then it became a thing that was replayed again after he passed because you 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 you, you want to record you you want to encourage these people as they're still alive and as they're going through things um, and I always hate that I always hate when we 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 kind of like we immortalize them after their after their life it's like if you really yeah, appreciate people yeah. try to show them that you care about them now you know and and I think I I think like yeah, with people like Jason point. David Frank you know. He people he knew people loved him. Um, he he loved going and seeing his fans. Um, I met him once and got to shake his hand and and everything else. I wasn't like a huge fan, but you know I appreciate you know just that interaction with him and he loved it. Um, and you know it's like Robin Williams. You know he it's sometimes it's the funniest people that hurt the most. And you know it's like those are the things that we need to remember. Yeah, yeah. Those should be reminders yeah. of us to reach out and go and 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 give love to those people that are still with us. So,
2: well, I will, again, I think I've told this story before and then we can, you know, we can move on from this, but I will stay like, this is the thing you should take away from it. Right. Like obviously I'm a Kevin Conroy fan. I'm a Batman fan. Like mm-hmm. I, him, Mark Hamill, you know, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people involved, I think. And I'm just more a fan of, of Kevin Conroy as a person. Um, and I, I loved what he did with his, you know, personal comic book that he came out with, um, now it's last year last summer um, about you know him being part of the LGBTQ community. and mm-hmm. you know I, th- I just thought that was amazing. Uh, and so I, I, as a human being i'm big I'm a bigger fan than than Batman. But um, I will say like again, like the the, the cost tale here is is this is at Terrificon, we were there. Um, it wasn't too packed. The lines weren't that crazy. Actually, Jason David Frank might have been there as well, which is is nuts. But, um, and I wanted to get something and now I have, I have a, there's a Funko over here signed by, by Conrad that I had to buy. Cause I wanted to have it. But, but I remember wanting to get something signed and have anything on me. And I was like, oh, I'll get it another convention. Like I literally was like one of those like moments where I'm just like, I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things and like, not to be selfish. Like it popped up later on where I was like, oh man, like, you know, that's not going to happen again. And so like, yeah, again, if you're a fan yeah. of someone, to your point tell them now go appreciate them now talk if you want to have i mean people with different levels of like what they feel comfortable with but like have a conversation with them now um you know tell you know sh- share what they mean to you now and don't mm-hmm. wait because you just never know like you brought up anton yelchin um just freak accents like that it's really sad and scary and so yeah. you know i think that's the big thing and i think you know with renner getting back to what we you know started talking about in the first place with renner i think he's seeing like how much people love him with the responses he's gotten and i really appreciate like the candid nature of what he's been posting and his updates and yeah. you know he's got a little bit of humor i mean class act you know and letting his fans know he's okay like there was like one he posted where he was getting a head massage from his i think yeah. his mom like yeah. you know in 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 the hospital and um you know he joked around about it but like i think that just goes shows the kind of character and kind of person he is and so that's nice to see as well and um and like i said just thank god he's okay i mean it's, it's road to go and so I don't want to jinx anything or whatever and i hope it continues to go in the, in the path but he looks like he's getting you know at least out of the critical stage yeah and then we'll see where that goes from there but like just you know prayers with him thoughts with him whatever you you stand like yeah thank yeah. god
1: he's we don't need that right now yeah absolutely absolutely i completely agree um, so with that said, we do have um, someone that has passed away this week that we're just going to briefly mention here. Um, if you are a if you were, have, you know, consumed any of the Terminator franchise um, in the past, Terminator, Terminator 2, um, unfortunately, Terminator 3, um, you probably remember one one, you know, re- recurring character that was kind of a, a tongue in cheek thing. But, you know, um, he's done more than that. And that would be um, Earl Bowen um earl bowen passed away on thursday at age 81 um so he was with his family um you know it's 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 kind of it you know you know there's always and, and i think this is the one thing that i realize at my age it's like all of these actors um these celebrities that pass away you know that i grew up with and i realize i'm up there in years too now it's like it's it. I, I realize that it we're gonna see more of this these these people that have been in the industry for years and for decades and, and have done this. And, um, you know, so he's, yeah you know, he survived by his family, um, his wife and, um, you know, um, you know, just, uh, just sending good thoughts, thoughts and prayers to the family. But, um, of course, you know, this is where it's like this is kind of where I was saying, like, I feel like this is a place that's appropriate to share that because what we do is we share news, but then it's like a concern of like, you know, how much is too much when we, when we do it in social media, um,
2: yeah, I mean, I think in this case it's a really good example. If I, I, I'm, I know of him. I'm not a fan, you know. Like I don't know past Terminator or like whatever. If I mm-hmm. was to put like a montage of of go on and and screen record a montage and post, you know, on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, um it's you know it's gratuitous. You're looking for clicks. You're looking for views. You know that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that, you know, again, there's, there's a fine line. You just got to go with your gut and your heart and follow what you what feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, and it feels like you're... And even, you know what, and the, I, I will say the last thing, I'll say this, because I don't want to drag it on too long. I, yeah. I will say too, like, it may be right. It may not be the right time now, if you are a fan. So don't feel, you know, there's always that feeling of like, like, I think it's weird with social media when people like pass and like, there's things trend and, and whatever. You feel compelled to share your personal story, and and I mean, even when my grandfather passed, I remember, you know, I I wrote something. That was a couple. I think it was a couple days after he passed because like I needed time to to you know to to go through all that stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There's no right or wrong time to post. If you if you had a relationship with somebody or you knew someone or you know um, had a really good ex- even experience with someone, and you were a fan of their work. Um, you don't have don't follow like oh everything's coming in now you know wait a couple of days let it go do it at the right time and, and just follow what feels right and don't force it i think that's the yeah. biggest thing is like forcing it and then you know more times than not that's when you're going to kind of get into i wouldn't say trouble but just like feel awkward or you know whatever and yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely all right, so with that, let's kind of put a break in between all of that. I'm going to go ahead and um, give it over to Pooja um, so she can talk about her recommendations for this month. Um, so take it away.
3: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. This is Pooja with the latest in movie news. January is a pretty slow month, but I got a couple picks here and there that should intrigue you. Let's get into them. Megan comes out today and is about an AI doll named Megan designed to be the perfect companion to young girls everywhere. However, when Megan is gifted to the niece of its creator, all hell breaks loose and the consequences of playing with an AI are exposed. Tom Hanks stars in A Man Called Otto. The film focuses on an old and bitter widower who is determined to interact with everyone as little as possible or to avoid everyone, if possible, when he meets a young pregnant woman who doesn't tolerate his grumpy attitude, his life begins to change for the better. Well, that's all that I have for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Back to Michael and Tony.
1: Okay. um, So um, if you don't know this, this is kind of interesting about that Megan movie. Um, of course, with any movie, they have social media. Um, movie of all time. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm okay. So I'm loving their, I'm loving their, their, um, the kind of the marketing for it. If you go onto Twitter and you go to the Megan, um, social media feed, and you and you DM her, she will talk to you. And what's nope, nope, what is nope. super funny, hard pass, hard pass hard is pass. she will say. Um, do you want me to show you a picture of one of my favorite things? And she goes, can you guess what it is? And so I did it. And this is what she sent.
2: Hard pass. Hard pass. It's creepy. It's scary. I want nothing to do with that. Like, hard And if you
1: hard. go back later on, it's like, hey, how have you been? I've missed it.
2: <laughs> no. I mean, I remember when Sam, Jackson, when Sam Jackson came out with snakes on a plane, there was a number you could call. I mean, this is also a while ago where he would, I guess he could leave you, a, I think it was like a specific voicemail or something. You'd say your name and he'd be like, Johnny can't come to the phone, mother effer. We got snakes on a plane or like, whatever it was. And I think it did your voice. <laughs> That's okay. That's funny. I, you know, it's great. It's playing up to Sam Jackson. I want nothing to do with that creepy... Creepy shit. I'm sorry. I'm gonna curse. Like, I want I that thing gonna possess my phone. It's gonna come to my hat Like, I want not. And I know my wife feels the exact same way. And
1: oh, you yeah. know what? When Creepy it comes shit. out, when it comes out, we've got we gotta watch it. We have to watch it together. That's got to be like a stream. I don't actually. know, man. That's
3: one thing I don't. <laughs> okay.
1: Know. So so my mom, my mom tells the story differently, but in my mind, this reminds me of of Child's Play.
3: Yeah.
1: And I've told this. I think I've told you this story before. Uh, I know I've told some people. Um, I personally believe that my uncle rented the movie and brought it to our house because I had a, I had my buddy doll, you know, the, the doll that kind of was like the inspiration to the, the Chucky doll, my um, buddy. my buddy and me. And, and His so sister. I'm <laughs> exactly like, like, let's get boys the dolls and, and, and uh-huh. mind you, I've got like six scale figures now that makes perfect sense. But anyway, it's like, you know, um, I, I personally remember watching this film, holding this doll, and then all of a sudden it clicked. And I remember, like, in, if you grew up in the 80s, in the early 90s, you probably had pillows in your living room that you could lay on the floor. Like, that was just a thing that, you know, I, I don't know if it's just with white people, but, you know, we had them. And so, so like, so, so we, we I, I remember I picked up the doll during the movie and laid the doll down on the pillows. And I remember that was the last time I have any memory of the doll whatsoever until I found it in the storage room when we were cleaning things out and it freaked me out. Um, now my, my uncle also did the thing where he actually bought a Chucky doll and he put it in a shoebox and he, he convinced my mom she he bought her shoes for Christmas. And when she opened it it came up with a knife. But you know like uh, like i remember that my mom says that didn't happen but i remember it so either it traumatized uh, me enough to think that way uh, but i'm just gonna yeah. go with it um uh,
2: and further oh so in so for Pooja, <laughs> i know this will annoy Pooja, so in thanking her for showing that movie i know she had enough of this i want to my favorite funko ever is they've made a funko of the goats from love and thunder um so yeah that's that's for Pooja because I know she was getting annoyed with these goats. Oh, that's um, hilarious! In response to her, that's that stupid movie Megan that I will not be watching. And <laughs> oh, ridiculous oh
1: no, me. no! I think that's going to be team building at C two E two, but we'll talk about that later.
2: I'd rather see Otto. Tom Hanks is a treasure. Or, or cocaine bear right now, and that's fine.
1: Or cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> or we could we could watch the the, the Winnie, Winnie the Pooh horror film. I want not the- <laughs>
2: I want no no part of any of. This. Oh, bother. <laughs> no well, part of any of. This. On a
1: good note, on a good note, I guess. Um, a lot of people were assuming that, um, Netflix was selling um a specific studio that it made a a a show that was actually a social media trend, um this this year or this last year, and um, we did get confirmation um today that the Wednesday Adams or the Wednesday Show on Netflix is going to return for a season two. Um, and so it sur- it survived kind of the Netflix curse of like first seasons. Mm. Um, you know, we've lost a lot of films. In fact, there was one on Netflix called Daybreak that I thought was really cool. It was like all these teenagers surviving the apocalypse and, um, and, Honestly, it, it, it could have gone to season two, but they never did it. Um, but I'm actually I'm excited about this because you yeah. know other than the, the, the dance with your hands thing, um, you know, it, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. If you you had to understand it wasn't retrospectively exactly like the Adams family, but I do have thoughts on it. I just kind of kept my mouth quiet because um everybody else would had all of their different opinions about like where this show fit in with the 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 story of the Adams, but I did appreciate it um and i'm not ex- great yeah i'm it was not great it was,
2: it was great it was unique it was different um and that's all you want right now i think um i think outside of that um when you were talking about like some of the show, you know the curse and i think i think we're gonna see a lot of this right now i think um there will be the the cream that rises to the top like you know wednesday's been great mm-hmm. what, i'm trying to think, I think i'm drawing a blank right now there's so so much out there that's the whole thing there's so much out there i mean yeah. i think you know you have you have the ones that are like that, that are mainstream. You have the Marvel shows. You have things like that as well. You have surprise hits on Netflix that should get a second season because they're great. Like, let them, you know, is a cake, which you would never expect. And it's just like, a, you know, like it's, it's, you know, Lego Masters, all the different shows. Mm-hmm. But then there's stuff like, I mean, there's something we were, we've been watching Apple and there's so many streaming platforms. Um, Apple Plus has a bunch of shows on there and some are really good. And there's one that we're watching now that is so bad. And the writing is so bad. Uh, it's Echo Three, and so I think it's from like the writer of like Zero Dark Thirty and some other things. And I mean, okay. I've seen Zero Dark Thirty. I've seen some of these other shows. Like I've seen the Born trilogy; those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fans of those 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 programs. Echo Three, the acting is so cliche and so terrible. And I think what's happening, and I, I, I this is what I said to my wife when we were talking about it because she's so surprised. And we're we have to finish it now. We're on episode like nine, and then the tenth one comes out. I mean, it's like, it's like a
1: guy eating a bag of chips. These are terrible. I've got to finish them now,
2: but there's, yeah. I mean, you got to finish it. You can't like, if it's not, it's not that bad, it's bad, but I think what's happening is there's so much room and we're in the proliferation phase of, of, you know, all these different streaming platforms and and these things are popping up and everything. And I think what's happening is a lot of people are pitching like this show echo three is a good premise. That could have been there's one they should have stretched it out and, you know, the writing is really bad. And the, the comments like are are like comments from like 80s movies, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, like it's bad, they're cheesy and, and it's, it's not really good. But the story behind it is decent. And I think what's happening is people are getting in these rooms and again you have to just also know that, like, it's a lot of like production companies. So it's not like Netflix doesn't produce all its shows. They buy a lot of shows. And like, so it's a, it's a whole mixed bag right now.
3: Mm-hmm. But I think if
2: you if you give a good pitch of the good story, a lot of people are getting, a lot of things are getting greenlit. And I think there's so much stuff, the oversight's not there and there's not enough people to, to, to kind of, you know, so I think the quality <clears> it's getting watered down. And I do hope that, you know, I mean, I, I guess it's going to be like, you know, like anything else, like with cable, they probably said the same things when, when we went from network TV to cable, like, Oh my, there's so much crap out there. Maybe this is the modern cable, but a lot of there's a lot of silly things out there, and then there's stuff that's good. I think like Wednesday is really good, um, yeah. and then you know there's other stuff that is just awful.
1: Yeah, but um, you know, and it was like a, it's, it's even like like on network shows and stuff. Like one we're about to talk about now is the the Flash um, mm-hmm. on CW. Um, it was one that I, I actually watched the first couple seasons, and I kind of got I kind of got burnt out a little bit, um, and then I mean like like going comic booky. I will tell you, DC's done a great job with their shows, like, you know, at least initially, you know, with Green Arrow, Supergirl, um, what was it, Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Uh, you have the Flash, you have all those crossovers, Um, but with the final season of Flash, they are bringing back some characters, and I know that Stephen Amell is actually confirmed to come back as Oliver Queen. Um, AKA the green arrow. Um, and I think he's not the only one that's coming back for this. And it's supposed and the way they've got it lined up in this, the, the preview um, for the season definitely looks exciting. And it's, I think it would be one to get a lot of people back to watch. Um, and I think, I think that's just, I think that that works well. And hopefully they go out with a bang. Um, you know, this is like a, this is like the, the last show of a generation of DC shows since Smallville. Um, because Smallville was its own thing. And then they went a different direction with their shows and they didn't really connect except for like the crisis on infinite earth, um, crossover, um, yeah,
0: little, which little,
1: I was not happy about. Thing, I, yeah. I don't accept that as my Smallville. Um, but we're, 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 you know, I'll, I'll yeah. leave it at that.
2: Peace. I will say, I mean, will my one quick thing will be, I'm yep. oh, sorry. I'm going to wait down a little bit. Um, I will say one quick, there we go. Um, the CW shows are, are interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. I was a huge Arrow fan, huge Flash fan, like you said, the first few seasons. I think with Arrow and The Flash, they started to get, like, they started to make all the characters heroes. And it was like, okay, like, you're not, you know, like.
1: Like Captain but, Cold.
2: I loved Captain Cold. No, no. I, well, I mean, like, they made, like, it was like, you know, uh, Oliver Queen's sister became Speedy. And then like, oh, yeah. you had, like, and then thing with, like, Flash, like, his wife became The Flash, and then his daughter, like, it was just too much, and I think yeah. you don't have like that cohesion. And I think you know they kept they keep bringing they kept bringing back what's his name because he was the best villain ever. Um, who was who, who was Reverse Flash? Uh, but what was oh, the yeah. actor? Uh, the actor who plays him, like, was just. Well, so he's. They, I think
1: he's coming back for the last I'm sure, season. got <laughs> come back, yeah.
2: But, but I think they kept going to the well. The same with Captain Cole. I think they, you know, the, the, certain actors do well, and they're like, we got to bring him back because we're struggling, you know. And I okay, because yeah.
1: I'll, I'll be honest with you, Captain Cole, and I can't remember the other guy's name, the one that had the, the, the it was Heat. Um, Wait, you got it,
2: a thing against them because of prison?
1: Because break. of Prison Break, like I yeah. cannot look at those two without like having I extreme anxiety. I, I,
2: I like them.
3: I you
1: had them in Brothers in Prison Break, it's, it's it's almost like the it's like the um, the Elizabeth Olsen, um, uh, Jonathan whatever his name was, uh, the the Quicksilver guy. Um, yeah. That they were they were brother and sister in Age of Ultron, and then they were husband and wife in Godzilla. And it's like, could you read the room and kind of like like space these out a little bit so people don't. It just was weird. It was just so weird. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I I think
1: it. Th- I don't know what. I don't know. If they just kind of like let
2: it like. And then I will say the last, the final season of, of, of Arrow wasn't really great. Especially the finale it was like it was like this weird documentary about. I, I don't know. It was like this fake documentary within the Arrow world. I I I, I think the writers and I think the producers and the network kind of let <laughs> those people down. I think Stephen Amell um first of all he's hilarious on tiktok if you don't follow him he just yeah. does like, the, yeah. like random stuff uh and he seems like a really good guy um he created a you know an entire like he essentially is like the hugh jackman of the cw universe or you know whatever like and so i think him i'm a huge grant gustin fan all those guys i'm a huge fan of i think they they, they really have done a great job i think that it, it, you know, there's a lot that goes into these things. And if you're not supported by the writers and by the producers and and, and kind of like, oh, just do like gimmicks and stuff like that, it's not gonna work out. And I think they're, they're victims of that, which is sad because I think I think those shows are, um, I, The Flash, first season of The Flash is one of the best. For people that have not seen it, go watch the first season of The Flash. Oh. It is so good. Same thing with Arrow. It's like it was gritty for its time, mm-hmm. like and it was came out around the same time as the Marvel shows, I think. It was and a I
1: completely different. It was a completely completely different tone than Smallville, so you know it, would, it had I, that going I, for it.
2: I recommended to people that don't even like superheroes and stuff, and they would watch Arrow and be like, "This is really good." And I'd be like, "Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's really, really good." And you, you know, and so, you know, I'm, I'm I. It, it is the end of a generation. It is the end of a whole thing. Um, I think we need to respect what they were able to accomplish, what they were able to do. And I hope to see them again in other respects, um, because I do think there's a lot of talented people in there. The guy who played Diggle, I think is really great. Um, yeah. he comes from, uh, what was he in? He was in, um, Dexter. Oh yeah. Uh, uh he's a, he's a really good actor. Um, you know, that whole universe has uh, Mark Hamill as the trickster. Come on. Like <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Um, and so I think a lot of really good people in there, um, and I, I hope that, you know, I don't really see them a lot of other places. I hope we, you know, I hope we see Grant Gustin somewhere else. <clears throat> I w- he was in, um, or it was the other way around. They held all the flashes that were in Grant Gustin's season. The right. Line. They they had
1: an episode, they had uh, like a, like it was the end of an episode where um, Ezra Miller's flash came in and they were like freaking out with each other. So, yeah was cool Um, at the time yeah it's cool yeah we'll talk about that later (laughs) um final thing we're gonna go before we get to mickey um and 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 for those of you watching if you if you watch the the shorter episode um at you know right before christmas um we're doing an edited version of that that video for mickey because i asked everybody to do a a heads up for 2023 and things and he's like i already did it so we're gonna we're gonna play that again you know sweeps What's We're that?
2: running the best 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 segments of the year. Yes, yes.
1: But, you know, but um, uh, Last thing to talk about is Dave Batista. Um uh, before we get to that mm. segment. Um so Dave Batista was on uh, did an interview with GQ and um said that he is relieved that the chapter of doing Drax and the Guardians of the Galaxy has come to an end. Um and of course that that it's something we don't want to hear yet because you know the question then is is Does Drax, you know, does he, you know, get God. the colors of a gourd with himself as well? Um, or does he get like an actual happy ending? And we're talking about James Gunn. I don't know if it's necessarily a happy ending, but, you know, it's like, it, w- would there be a happy ending for Drax that is not involving him being with his family? I think the answer is No. Um, And I'll be doing an article about that, you know, later on Nerd Initiative. But um, one of the things I did want to point out is like, you know, we we talk about like professional wrestlers that have, you know, done things like, let's say Dwayne The Rock Johnson and John Cena. um, And you have some other people that have like come out and done acting. I personally feel like Dave Bautista has been the best rounded person that has come out of wrestling. I wouldn't necessarily say he's just a professional wrestler because I think he was a bodybuilder and model first and a bouncer. And then he, you know, found a job with professional wrestling in the, the you know, with, um, you know, World Wrestling Entertainment. But he's done a lot of stuff, whether it was the Army of the Dead or um, even Glass Onion recently, which is a yeah, phenomenal movie. Um, and he did a great job in that. Um, Blade Runner 2043. Um, he even did I, 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 uh, Hotel Artemis. Which wasn't necessarily the best movie, but I loved what his was appearance the one in he it.
2: Did with uh, the guy from Deadpool? Was it the guy from Deadpool? It, hold on, let's 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 go do the which, research. Which it's guy, guy from Deadpool?
1: Which guy from Deadpool are we talking about? That's the, the question. cab
2: driver. Um, oh, I don't know. There was oh. a movie he he did with. Um, hold on, I think I could have sworn. He did my spy who's in Dune. I forgot about Dune. Yeah, dude,
1: Dune's right up there. He's he's in a lot of stuff. In fact. Um, oh, no, no, no. Was, uh, Stuber.
2: He was in Stuber. That was Kumail that he was with. Um, not the. Uh, it was Kumail that he was with. Um, a pre a 2019 pre jacked Kumail. So this is still skinny Kumail before um, before Eternals. And the, the fact that he pa- packed on like 30 pounds of like jacked muscle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he did that movie with Camille I thought it was pretty funny too. Stuber was uh was pretty solid. Yeah, that was
1: actually a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was funny because, like, I, I remember uh, what was it? I Spy and Super. The one thing that kind of threw me off is like he has like bad eyesight. I think in both, and and like they they kind of played on that, which I thought was funny. Um, now for me, like I was I was toying around with the idea of if David Batista was going to continue with the Marvel because. When James Gunn was fired way back when, he said he didn't want to continue on. But then, of course, we know that he got rehired. Then he came out and made a statement about he would not want to continue doing Drax if he went shirtless because it's really hard to maintain the body, the you know the the, the muscle mass, um, it, the makeup for him with his body was excessive mm-hmm. and it was overwhelming. And I mean, yeah. you could you could see like like Zoe Saldana did some like videos and stuff where she showed like the process and how it's not easy being green um but you know i for him like making sure all that stuff matches i'm glad you got that i I appreciate that because i was afraid i the joke didn't set but um like all of the tattoos and stuff that he had to go through like he's a great and and, and of course drax is not a serious character but when they gave him like a shirt and we've seen him in shirts in like love and thunder and the holiday special and in the previews for volume three i'm like oh Maybe they're going to cater to him to keep him going, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And um, regardless, uh, you know, it's it's exciting just to kind of see what he's going to do next. He's phenomenal in what he's done. And I personally think he's one of the best actors that have come out of wrestling in a long time. And and so, or at all. Yeah,
2: I mean, you have a positive take on this. I kind of have a negative take on this. I think... Oh, no. Sorry. Um, maybe I, I'm I'm too... I'm too, um, tainted from working in the industry. Okay. I've heard some, I've heard some mixed things about him again. I'm not, I'm going to get killed for this, but whatever. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of people. I think he's been amazing and I'm not a huge fan of people that complain about like, it made sense when James Gunn was fired and that, that cast obviously has such a loyalty and they're mm-hmm. a family. And so that made a lot of sense and that's fine. It, I, I, I hate the essence of the actor and I, and I will, I, I won't call him a wrestler. I think he was a wrestler was one of his professions. I think he's an artist <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who's an actor. And I think he's very talented. I think he's funny. I think John Cena is really great as well. And there's a big, Big disconnect between someone like John Cena and someone like Dave Bautista, in my opinion. I could be wrong, and I could be very, very wrong. I don't like the people that complain, you know, my likeness. Someone like a like a um, Dave uh, David Schwimmer, who always complains about Friends, like hates it, doesn't want to talk about it, is over it, and whatever. I'm like, dude, that that made you who you are, um, and I, I I don't really take it positively when someone I think the quote that everyone's picking up is like, it wasn't all good um, is what he said about his time at Guardians. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you were, we're, we're talking about a pandemic. And we're talking about this and we're talking about this coming up. And there's so many things going on in the world. And like Jeremy Renner getting run over by like a snowplow and like, you know, all these different things that are happening in the world. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, you dressing up and putting on makeup and hanging out with friends and and all quality people on the set. This isn't, this isn't a Joss Whedon, Ray Fisher situation where you have a horrible person This is not, it was definitely. There's no way these sets are toxic. Like James Gunn literally is best friends with all of these people. Like it is a family. He, I'm sure, treats them like with the utmost respect and has a great, and you know, he's doing holiday specials, whatever. So it just sounds like sour, sour milk to me. And like he wants to do something else. And that's fine. That's great. I don't know if you have to knock what you've been able to accomplish. And I think my biggest gripe on that is. I don't know if you ha- have picked this up. I, I-, I guess I-, I did it because I had to cover it in my day. Drax was lauded by the autistic community. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, and I think it was the Ed Asner Foundation. Um, and I remember speaking, to, I think it was Ed Asner's son runs the foundation or, or something. Um, like they, you know, they, they took that character as their own because you know he's very like deadpan he doesn't understand sarcasm and so like it's of something that's a commentary and again i, I don't want to get myself in the line of fire like of of that i don't know you know i don't know enough about that but i will say like that was a nice thing to see um, and so again i i just don't see the downside like i to me it feels like that it feels like a special character It feels like a special family. It feels like a special run. And if you want to go do other things, I think that's great. So like the headline, it would be nice to the headline being like, I'm ready for my next thing. Um, Or I want to, you you know, I'm sure he's going to go to D.C. and work with James. That's great. Um, But the comment like, oh, it wasn't all good and complaining, you know, and I think the physicality is one thing. And I understand it's fine. But I also think that's like the job. Right. And so I don't know for me. And again, I again, I'll get hammered for this. For me, I just don't. It rubs me the wrong way. I think there should be kind of like a victory lap for mm-hmm. something like this, and a character like this that's impacted. And especially if you're impacting people, you know, an autistic community or a community like that. Um, I think that's an amazing thing, an amazing impact that they made. That's a good and point. I'd like to focus on that. And so, something just something just like doesn't taste good about the way he's he's wa- walking out of this. Like, you know, I think again, Michael Rooker who again one of my huge favorites i think he he left um i mean obviously well yonder died but like he was you know he made statements about the whole gun situation because he obviously again they're family and close and whatever yeah. um and that made sense to me at the time and then obviously his character's not coming back but i i can't see michael rooker if he wasn't gonna be in the third one being like I'm ready to move on. I'm, I'm over it, or something. You know, that kind of an essence yeah. just rubs me the wrong way. And, and look, <sighs> I wish him the best. I, I can't wait to see what he does next. I think he's very talented, like you said. I think yeah. he's great. I also just don't see John Cena doing that. I think John Cena wouldn't, again, I think, and I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, I do think Dave Bautista has complained about his time as a wrestler, too. So it just kind of yeah. has, like, a pattern of, like, he, you know, these are things that got you to where you are. Like- yeah.
1: Well, I think that's the thing. Like, you have these individuals that, like, they, they're they really good at the PR. I mean, let's face it. John Cena, world record for Make-A-Wish, you know, you know, fulfillments and stuff like that. He's, and, and they even, if, if you go back, there's a video online that you can actually see about people that, not necessarily Make-A-Wish people, but people that were going through hard times in their life, cancer, uh, loss of family, loss of income, like, all of these things that, because of John Cena and his don't give up attitude and his, you know, just do it and all this, not, not just do it because that's Nike, but like, you know, the, the, the idea of him just c- continuing on and and fighting and taking a stand, people were affected by that. And they actually had like I got a group of people that had stories and they, they he met them and they did a video showing what what he meant to them and like that was really cool and i think john Cena's, you know that's that's one of the cool things about john cena and of course if you if you're on twitter and you're not followed by john cena you must be a trash person i'm not being followed i guess i'm a trash person at this point but he follows everybody on twitter but he doesn't follow anybody on instagram or um on tiktok i think he doesn't i think he has a tiktok i don't i'm i I think but like it's it's just funny but he'll, he'll follow people and um john cena if you're watching this because i know you're watching this please follow me on tiktok or on twitter um but but they're it's te- like Batista right has
2: now. we're texting right now he said he's gonna go and follow you so. oh yeah
1: he said not he, oh yeah. he just got blocked by him um and so like Batista's got the acting chops I think of of the three when we talk about like the rock Batista and cena um but I think Batista does have the attitude and I, I there was actually a question about if he'd ever work with the rock or with John Cena on a on a movie and he said I'm good so he's like has no interest
2: you know dude i'm good
1: he's like no offense but i don't need that
2: i don't like like, yeah that's stupid i'm sorry yeah i'm not a fan of that it reminds me it smacks of edward norton with like you know the whole thing that happened with him and marvel and you know he's come out and he's changed his story a million times and kevin feige's never really like fully fully addressed it he's, he's been, not
1: going to he's going to leave yeah, it yeah he got
2: fired edward norton got fired for being being an ass you know let's let's be honest like that's you know that's we're going to say
1: difficult like, like we're, we're going to pull out the thesaurus being a difficult star yeah. and you know edward wanting to norton rewrite was, uh, the script and being a prima donna Yeah, on, yeah.
2: allegedly the, the deal is that edward norton if you piece together the, the information said he wanted a darker grittier thing and he probably got a look at the layout of where the MCU and the adventures are going and whatnot was like, I'm good. And so like, well, Mickey Rourke had a lot to
1: say against Marvel too. I mean, let's face it. There, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of actors that, you know, that are not, you know, necessarily with, with Marvel that they, they complain, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's that's fine. That's fine. I just, I just, the whole thing about like complaining, you know, like I, I, I don't know. I I, like just (sighs) be grateful. be gracious, be good to your fans. Like, I just uh, that's my thing i'm sorry like that's what i like to see and if you're gonna be like a a difficult he seems like a difficult human being to me and and he could come over like i'm sure he will Beat me to a pulp.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's why I'm 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 going to kindly disagree with you you because I I would you know I I just
2: I just that that just really just rubs me the wrong way. Like I just hate hearing that. Like oh I'm good and it's like why? Like are you just trying to start something? Like are you trying to drum up like
1: you know his hometown is like between us, so like he could go either way, you know, and and get to one of us pretty quickly. Yeah, so
2: whatever. I mean, again, great talent, great actor. Uh, I just like to see some positivity out of it because, again, he came from a really good situation. James Gunn is clearly I mean, I saw his wedding photos like on social when he shared it. You, you know, he married, uh, you know, got married recently and they were all there. They're all like they're very close. They're all very close. And it's a good it's a good close knit family. Zoe Saldana is very, you know, like they're all close to each other. I just I, I can't imagine it was a terrible experience for him. You yeah. know, the makeup sucks. Yeah, It sucks. It's great. Like that's 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 the job. Sorry, like you're getting yeah. paid an exorbitant amount of money to play, play fake and to entertain people. And um, I just it just. Whatever, boohoo, I, I, it, it Michael,
1: did somebody spit in your coffee today? Like what?
2: Sorry, I just <laughs> I'm a voice of the people. I'm sorry, like people would kill to have that that kind of a role in that job. And it's such a fun thing. And I love seeing and then I'll, I'll stop this we can go on the next thing i love seeing people like tom holland who are dancing in the limo on the way and like are are fans and excited and like the interviews they give and like mm-hmm. robert Downey jr and you see all these people i love that kind of stuff and the people that enjoy it this is entertainment it's supposed to be entertaining and i know there's bad things like look like we talked about i mentioned joss whedon ray fisher justice league and and whatever like those are horrible experiences like and there's yeah. there's bad stuff out there but if you're, you know, like, I think, again, if you are in a good situation, it's hard work, but you it makes you what you are. And these guys are on a different level. Yeah, and he's talented and he deserves but, it. But like Michael, would,
1: just, you'd be you'd be in with the production staff cracking whip. like, quit your complaining.
2: I like good. I like good, positive, happy people. I just make so well wow. and I get it just rubs me the wrong
1: way. But nah, I get you. I get you. Sad. So, yeah, we'll, well, time will tell. Hey, we'll see. Tell no no time will tell we'll see so let's go ahead and let's take a break from um from this and we're going to go ahead and let mickey just kind of um go over the the star wars content for this year and then you and i have something interesting to talk about since it's a new year and what will you have to look forward to um so mickey take it away
0: fandoms what's up it's your boy cwk we're looking forward to 2023 with that being said i thought we'd talk about six star wars projects confirmed for disney plus in 2023 First up is Bad Batch Season 2. Months have passed since the events on Kamino and the Bad Batch continue navigating the Empire after the fall of the Republic. They will cross paths with friends and foes as they take on a variety of thrilling missions that will take them to unexpected and dangerous new places. Next up we have Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Din Djarin has reunited with Grogu. Meanwhile, the New Republic struggles to lead the galaxy away from its dark history. The Mandalorian will cross paths with old allies and make new enemies as he and Grogu continue their journey together. Now something for the younger Star Wars fans at heart. Young Jedi Adventures set during the high republic era star wars young jedi adventures follows younglings as they study the ways of the force and learn valuable skills needed to become the jedi compassion self-discipline teamwork patience and friendship this will be the first full-length animated star wars series created exclusively for preschoolers next up is a personal favorite of mine star wars vision season 2. Volume 2 will feature stories from creative teams from Chile, France, Japan, India, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, South Korea, the UK and the US to showcase the incredible animation happening across each country and culture through the mythos of Star Wars. Next up is the Ahsoka series which takes place after the fall of the Empire as Ahsoka investigates a new emerging threat to the galaxy. The ensemble will include Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Ray Stevenson, Matthew Law, Iman S. Fondi as Ezra Bridger, and Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader and or Anakin Skywalker. An exciting note here is that Dave Filoni will be heavily invested and will direct a few episodes himself. And it was strongly hinted by Filoni at Star Wars Celebration that the Ghost Crew would be reuniting in live action. Next up, Skeleton Crew, starring Jude Law, about a group of kids lost in the galaxy. The show has been in production in Los Angeles and other California locations since early July, and it has either wrapped by now or is about to. John Watts will be directing with a script by Chris Ford. Well, that's the Star Wars Disney Plus slate for 2023. I hope you're as excited as I am. I can't wait to see where the Star Wars universe takes us, as well as all the other fandoms out there. 2023 is going to be wild.
1: Um, we will be at a year that we have been in planning for doing nerd initiative. I think we started talking back in March. Um, We were, we We were kind of like texting back and forth um, in January and in in February. And we finally got together around, around March to start doing like some zoom, zoom calls and things like that. And so we thought, um, you know, it was a great idea. Sean um, brought up the idea of kind of like talking about, you know, nerd initiative, where it's come from and where we're going um so michael i think i want you to go ahead and start off i think it would help like just kind of where you started on to like social media with like Mm -hmm. you know superhero talk and and then um you know i I guess i could share a little bit about myself too but then um we could talk about you know the what led to you know nerd initiative
2: yeah i think so i mean for me there there's really a a catalyst moment for me that, that will always stick in my mind um and I'm, I'm I'm happy to say it involves you know one of my favorites, Mark Hamill. Um, uh, wait, we're getting word that our stream got cut. Let's see. Hold on.
1: We should be back up.
2: Let's see.
1: The YouTube has a viewer. Let me just double check. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's it. It looks
1: like it's live. Yeah, I think it just dropped for a minute.
2: Okay, okay, cool. Um, So, yeah, so, okay, uh, we can cut that out. But uh, basically, yeah, so there's a a moment that stuck in my head for sure. Like, uh, season two of The Mandalorian, it was the finale, um, that whole kind of, like, wow moment with uh, Luke. um, And this is probably maybe a year after I had left ABC and Good Morning America. Um, and I remember really kind of being passionate without a home. Like what i used to do was something crazy like that happened. Like we finally got, you know, Luke Skywalker going crazy on droids. And, you know, we had always wanted it, the fanboys, whatever. And I had nowhere to turn to. Um, I, I couldn't go write a story. I couldn't go, you know, I, I had no outlet really. And so you know, much like a lot of other people out there, you know, I think it was a couple months later that, um, a coworker of mine was like, you should get on TikTok. Um, I think you'd really be good on it. I also think you'd really like it. And I was looking desperately looking for an outlet. You know, I'd missed, I think you know, the old saying, you don't know what you have till it's gone. You know, I missed my time at ABC, you know, covering star Wars, covering Marvel. Um, and doing all these things, and I, I missed it more than I could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, and just had that outlet of like connection and, and putting things out there and talking to people um, and even the trolls, <laughs> even the, the good and the bad. Um, so I did get on TikTok, I think it was now it's about two years ago, and that's kind of what led us to connect. Like, I think, you know, we, I think, got on similar times. And I remember um, connecting with you and, you know, was Mickey and Donovan and all the other people that we connected with. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of and it is amazing because I do think TikTok, I will say this, like there's positives and negatives to everything out there, every platform out there. I do think TikTok has more like genre based substance and the more these like pocket communities, um, you you know, and it's more informational and and substance based. Um, And I, I think that was it was really cool. We found this really cool tribe of people that were into the same things kind of share things. I was correct on a bunch of things, which I was totally fine with. Um, And it was just kind of cool to see. And that's how we connected. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, I'll let you take it from there. Like we, we connected and started talking and, and we're covering a lot of the same things and we're kind of in the same trajectory, you know, as far as like, um, like growth and connection and, and then we just kind of like you know i'll turn it over to you to get your perspective of where that story goes from there
1: yeah i mean for me it, what was really funny was so so i was a, i was a i was a consumer of watching tiktoks and at some point people were doing the the clips of videos like they would you know clip the marvel shows you know, to to prove it, like to show a point, but nobody was actually narrating or talking about stuff, with the exception of like you know, you know, Juju Straw Hat Goofy and like Jay Stoobs and a number and a couple others um, that started back in 2020. Um, for me, 2020, I, you know, the pandemic. You know, you had that pandemic. You know, depression that goes on. Um, I built a computer. I decided at some point that I wanted to try to do um, some Twitch streaming. What was interesting was. Um, I started doing the Marvel TikToks because I wanted somewhere to talk about it. And I always would have to find, it was always the teenagers that always wanted to talk to me about Marvel stuff. And then you knew you went too far when they started to glaze over as you're explaining something because they they have no comprehension of what you're talking about. Like, like I know that there were friends and family that, that made fun of me or whatever, or just like, like, just don't talk about, you know, Marvel you know, to Tony because, you know, he, he won't stop. And so not having that outlet was really hard for me. And so I found that um, doing videos just for the sake of getting it out of my system mm-hmm. helped. But then when people actually started responding to those videos, and of course, like you were saying, like the people who like to correct you, you know, I have, I will tell you when I'm giving you fact about something, but oftentimes my, my my thoughts are always like headcanon or like you know like like theories of things and it was neat because I started I, I started having these trolls that would come in and like argue with me and at some point I stopped and I started asking them, Are you okay? Is everything alright? And I remember I actually made friend like became yeah, friends with yeah. some of them and so like I'll see their profile picture defending me in the comments where they used to go at me. And I was amazed by that. And then Like, um, like Mr. Snidbits and the, um, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, his, his, um, other, their, um, their streaming show on Twitch, um, going over movie reviews and inviting me to do that. And then, um, when it became the real study and, um, doing that for a while and, and, and having that outlet to be able to talk more than just on those short form videos. And then I think when you and I started connecting as well, because like, you would say something or I would say something. And it was funny because before we really started communicating with each other, I was always trying to see if I, if I could keep up with your numbers, like we would go back and forth. (laughs) Like I would, I was, I was at like, I was at like five to 10,000. then you were at like 15,000. I'm like, okay, I got to get to that. And, and it was like, it was like this rivalry that never happened, but it was like, I was just having fun, like trying to see, like if I and could keep up just with went, him. Like,
2: not right past me and never look and, back. And
1: no, and that was the thing. In January, I just kind of like decided to. do I don't know what the algorithm did, but they were like, "Hey, let's just give you imposter syndrome for the next year and a half." And and like I went from like twenty five thousand followers to like fifty, fifty, sixty thousand followers, and now I've kind of like you know I have slow trending and stuff now, but it's been amazing. And and so like last year, I remember I, I uh, we were we were we were we were boosting other people. I think that's Mm. when we really started talking because like, um, it was like, I was like, this person needs to get to this many thousand followers. Help my, help me get this. And then, um, I, I know, um, Kev Parker, which you don't really see him much on anymore, um, would do it. And then you did it. And then somebody else did it. And it was like a, it was like this thing of like, who, who would recommend the next person. And we did that for like a number of weeks. And it was so exciting to see that people were growing. And I think that's when we started talking like, Hey, you know, we should really like talk and see what we can do with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, and then that was the first conversation. In fact, I remember when we, we first met, I'm like, Michael, are you going to be my manager? Or are you going to like, you know, <laughs> it was like, I'm like, I have no idea what we're going to do. And then, and then, yeah, we, we, we said, you know, we should do well, something I, together.
2: I will say like, from my perspective, I know that I've always been better at, seeing something in other people. And I think a lot of people are like that. Right. And I think we all mm-hmm. kind of like The funny thing is the creatives, you know, we have a lot of the similar traits as far as emotions and, you know, selflessness and, and whatnot. I think we have a lot of people in Nerd Initiative now, uh, you know, that are all that same ilk, you know, come from the same cloth and, and, and whatnot. And so, like, I know that I, I've always been better at seeing. And so when we started to talk. I feel like we, we both always focus on each other and but there was something in there. And I think that's, you know, if, if you look at like the catalyst, right, like you have like the stage one, we both got on. We have a very similar story, which is why we work so well together. We both got on this for like a creative outlet to kind of like find something to just talk about and enjoy this and not bug you know our wives or our friends or, or whatever and and just kind of have and i think that you know even juju i think has the same thing i think i've seen his thing where he was like you know it just it doesn't happen overnight like you don't become like huge like juju or J Stoobs or, or any of the you know uh, should or whoever uh, or donovan overnight it's you, you kind of like just start doing it and you find yourself in the journey and you you kind of hone what you do really well mm-hmm. and i think like then the next step is i think we both kind of saw and i definitely saw like my professional background of seeing quality talent and people and and i think we kind of the selflessness of seeing something in each other and then other people there was i remember i I remember in march when we first started talking about it i was away and i remember like walking around uh this like town in california with my wife and like thinking and thinking and thinking and then it just like hit me and i was like we we started like messaging about it. i was like how about this and how about that and we i don't even know if we had a name at the time but we were just going over it. and i was like we needed it was basically we needed to, it was kind of like the avengers we wanted to come together to be like like more than the sum of our parts right and come yep. together and we started to reach out to people that we had collaborated with been on podcasts with like sean came because i'd been on caption life a couple of times and then you know we just people that we we knew trusted and liked and 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 kind of was like we all have different skill sets but we're all into the same things or 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 other things which is great we all okay. want to learn from each other and grow and that's kind of how it came about and i think like you know you have a picture of the website that we had i mean again oh it, yeah
1: it, yeah let me let me pull that up I, be like a
2: six part series because again if you think about it so you know we had an idea we had what we wanted to do we we came up with a name and we went down the road and we was like but then it was like the blinding the blind where it was like, all right, well, how do we do this? And we went to Fiverr to get not only a logo, which is like whatever, uh, but to also get like this website built. And, you know, the classic story that we'll tell down the road of this ends up being something, you know, years to come, which I, I hope it will. Like the guy just ghosted us. The site didn't work you went on like YouTube and started look, watching videos and was like, how do I create, how do I program a website that we couldn't do anything on the site? It was completely broken. And then <clears throat> this was probably like April. So it's yep. like a month after we started talking and we just kind of got into motion. We were, I think you wrote a story. The first stories are hilarious. We have like a, there's another site out there somewhere. Uh, that we've, uh, yeah.
1: Out. Yeah. I'm like, not going like, to say the website we because it, it
2: was like, there was like CinemaCon and news came out and we were just like throwing anything up. Yes. And, and it was like but then there was also like these random story like it, it, it was crazy. And then we finally found our rhythm. And and I will say this and then we, you know, it, it could be like a two part or a three part or whatever. But like, I will say the biggest shock was and I think this always happens, but there's peaks and valleys was when you started bringing people and we were like talking about having like three to five people, maybe, maybe more than that. We're Mm -hmm. like, ah, you know, who, who wants to join? And suddenly we had like 30 um, and we were like, wait, like this is crazy. And there was like people sharing really great stories and supportive stories and you know, how, you know, and it was just kind of nice to, to to be in, in this community and talking to each other and sharing ideas and people got excited and, Um, and I think people still are excited and there's so much more coming, but it just, it seemed like it was something people needed and we, we, we knew we needed it. We didn't know that they needed as much as, as we did. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the cool thing about it. And that's what makes it really worthwhile. And yeah, I mean, we had, now we have so many more things to come and we're pushing forward and like, you know, I mean, another website coming out soon and like, you Mm -hmm. know, all these people that, and the cool thing is like, there's so much we had to learn from these quality people that we're connected to. And so it's just kind of cool. You know, you've seen Blake. Uh, I mean, we've said so many names, J.J., we can't forget J.J. Like, I mean, it goes on and on and on all these amazing people and new people like Paperweight and I mean, just, you know, we were talking to J.T. earlier this week and and he was giving us a lot of really great things to talk about and like so there's just so many good people that we're learning from and growing with, and and meeting, and you know, yeah, it's just uh, it's been a, a, an amazing experience and ride. So and and you're on.
1: not you're not kidding about us not really knowing what we were doing at first. Like I I can tell you right now, the first thing we did was we built our Discord the Discord channel, and it was like you and I, and we like had everything on there. And then when we started inviting people in, I remember we like I was afraid of letting people have access to the WordPress site to be able to make the articles and so they would post the articles in their channels because they all everybody has their own individual channel and we would then copy and paste and then edit and then add our own photos and look for photos and then we decided to ask people for photos and then we got them in to do the edits but then you couldn't put the photos in and then we had a we got a plug-in oh my word the plugins!
2: If anyone's out there so there's different things obviously when you go to build a website and I think there's there's really interesting series that you can create here like JJ has his online comic um, store and i keep imploring him to like do this step by step but we should probably do this as well but like you know when you get to the website development phase of like a company it's more than a website now but like you know you have wix you have squarespace you have whatever we went with with because of the developer that we worked with he built it on wordpress which is not a bad thing but yeah. it's very very customizable but it's customizable with millions of plugins that do different things like coauthor <laughs> and 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 scrolling and animation and this and that and and i mean oh but like there was i mean me you and sean were probably like the brain trust early on and i remember like sean being him being like what what i I, there's new plugins every day what is what is going on and we were all kind of just like Really, just Frankensteining. It's I, that's the best way to describe it. We really Frankenstein this together. And you remember?
1: Remember the most active channel on the Discord was literally the the uh, the internet problem, like the <laughs> website problems channel. Like it was always a hey, did you know this doesn't work? Hey, did you know this doesn't work? <laughs> I'd be typing like we're on it, we're on it, we're on it. Like it was.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's still things. I mean, now we're we're working. The funny thing is, like you grow and you learn, you know, and there's gonna be. Trials and tribulations always. And it's, again, you, you hear these stories because they happen over and over again. There's a reason you hear these stories. And I think like, you know, now we're working with a designer and a developer and, and you know, we're on 2.0. I think 2.0 looks really nice for for what we were able to do. I think it looks beautiful.
1: Yeah, 2.0
2: and take <laughs> when it I broke the
1: internet, better. it's like, don't break yeah. it, it worked, let's break it again.
2: Yeah, and so I think <sighs> we'll continue to advance, work with, bring more people into our, our personal sphere who are professionals. I think that's another thing too that really you know is at the core of nerd initiative is you know we trust in our people and have faith in our people and want to invest in our people and support our people but we also know we don't know and so we trust you know we, we don't micromanage or whatever we want to go and and so that but that also takes you on different journeys because people are like have you know, you have different opinions and ideas. And so it's, it's been a wild ride. It's continuing continue to be a wild ride and we'll just, you know, again, be flexible and see where this is going and, yep. you know, just keep going from there. It's going to be.
1: What what I think was interesting about what we did and what this has become is our initial conversations were about how to expand our outreach, like our, um, I guess, notoriety in a sense. Like I, am like I said, I, I was seeing like you've worked in the industry like you know, getting me into doing more stuff because eventually I'd, I would have loved to have done like the red carpets and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. and I, I' discovered if you were in social media let me just give you the hand if you are if you're a content creator, the best way to get invited to red carpets is live near the red carpets um, That just seems to be how it is. Um, but regardless of that like it went from us or at least myself I know, Wanting to get there and wanting to have, let's say, like the Straw Hat Goofy, you know, following. And then I realized I would rather be the guy making sure everybody else has access to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's funny because I look back last year and, yeah, I got to do some brand deals. I got to do some different things. But I was more excited for Donovan getting to the red carpet. I was mm-hmm. more excited to see, you know, some of our team actually interviewing people or doing like their spotlights and really getting out there. And then. You know, like um, we've got some we've got some new people that are coming in and I, I got to sit down and, and talk to one of them. And it, like I felt pride being able to say, hey, listen, when it, when you write an article, anybody who clicks on your name, it's going to show everything you've written for us. Yeah. yeah. And it's a portfolio for you. And you can link, you know, your your resume or whatever to that to show that you're making content. And the idea that we're we're, we're able to do that to invest in other people makes me happy. Um, oh, and, yeah, I mean, and look, the content look, of people, yeah. what people are giving.
2: I mean, look, at seen, I mean, Yasin is one of the best examples there. That's a guy who, and for people who don't know, you've seen that guy, but he's also, for me, I, I, I was introduced to you seen as the face and like head of like CBR, TikTok, And mm-hmm. I always thought he's much like I, I, I saw yours again. Like I, I, I know that I have an ability to see something in others, you know? And so, um i always saw his videos and was like man this guy is super talented and positive and like care you know always honest. polished
1: videos yeah
2: he's amazing video editor him and sean are two of the best and so but you see we connected and you know again like i've all i we were talking about well, i i you know i was raving about this guy that i wanted to work with him before and then he reached out to me when he saw because we had commented back and forth um and he reached out to me when he saw our announcement of nerd initiative and now he's you know fast forward like he's launching his own anime site and which i i just i mean i think he the sky's the limit for someone like that and so that's just a really cool thing to see when you're able to kind of like support someone and you know tell them to take their time and don't you know don't rush and let it happen and you know they get into a groove and just let them it's it's really it's a marathon Mm -hmm. life is a marathon and I think we had some times where, you know, the site would break or like you'd mentioned. Um, and, and I think being able to kind of be the guiding force and comforting you know, voice behind it. I mean, it's really the older you get, the, the more you realize this thing is simple, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's not simple, right? Like there's a lot that goes into all this stuff, but the things behind it never change. It's patience, tenacity, taking it, taking your time, taking it slow, being supportive, being positive, saying, all right, look hey, we screwed up at this time. We'll try it again differently, you know, whatever. And so it's just, that's why it, you learn a lot too. And I think we've, we've become better people through this whole thing. But like, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm really excited about too. Like I'm excited about stuff like this and, you know, and growing all our platforms. I'm excited to see a scene come into his own. And man, the guy's born like, you know, leader and strategist and he's going to be killer. And I think like, you know, it, Sean doing the editing and, you know, really working with, um, you know, our videos and our platforms and growing and what he wants to do. And I, we have so much stuff that's going to come his way eventually. Yeah. Like, you know, it's been a slow, it was a slow end of 2022. And it was funny, he was like, you could tell he was chomping at the biz, like anything going on? I was like, nah, you know, whatever. And so it's just, it's, it's really cool to see people kind of like grow and blossom. Um, and I think that is the thing that we are enjoying. Um, and then also having the creative outlet. Right. Um, but I think like we really are creating something special here where it's cool. Cause I know we know deep in our core that we want to help people. That's what it's about. And it might be a horrible business model. So we'll see how that works. Like we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but it just, it, we get a, a, a ton of satisfaction out of that and seeing things take off from there and um it's a great place to start and i'm never going to feel bad about that essence being at the core of what we do so yeah absolutely
1: I, I just i just think back on like like we've we've met some amazing people this year not just our team but like people like you know john caglioni we got mm-hmm. to um you know interview a number of people just like really getting to know them and at the same time it's gotten our name out there and it's it's weird when you start realizing that there are people that have reached out and and even the stuff that that didn't did that didn't happen last year was exciting because it was like a possibility Mm -hmm. and which leads us to this year and like the things that we're doing like i can promise you this and this is something that i can tell you guys um we're working on our 2023 goals and we're gonna be doing that this next week but um, you know, we're not going to put the website on a paywall. We're not doing that. Um, one of our things that we really want to do is we want to get the, the, the viewership, the, the viewing hours for the YouTube so that we can get that to monetize, which that doesn't you know, cost anybody anything other than it could get us a little bit of revenue and stuff like that. We, we have a merch store, but that's not like, it's just kind of fun, like throwing things out there and making designs that we pretty much end up spending, buying ourselves. Um, But it's, but it's, you always
2: message me. You're like, did you just buy a phantom study? I'm like, yeah,
1: Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody just bought something recently. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to ask, but it's like, it's like, um, you know, doing those things and just being excited behind the brand and you know what we're trying to do to help other people not just our team but you know other you know companies and i think that's one of the great things we 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 when we go to a convention and we talk to somebody like we've talked to Roosevelt or so we've talked about um to you know different like small creators and we explain what we're doing they're like you're doing this for free and it's like probably not the best way to you know make money but yes you know we're it, we thought you know it's amazing like there's stuff that we haven't even put out yet um like the girl who does the tribbles that that's you know i haven't even gotten that, like sean's gonna get that video at some point um like I, i'm realizing there's stuff that we still have that we can put out there um just people that we've discovered that we think that everybody else should know about that they don't get to know about because they get lost in the convention circuit well,
2: uh, yeah i mean i, I what you're saying I, I totally get it i mean i think like again like i think i, I think back to like social network, right, the Facebook story. And again, this isn't Facebook or Meta or whatever. But like we're like it was like the, there, I, I always remember that movie. And he was like, I'm going to put ads in the and He's like, we don't know what it is yet. Right. Yeah. I think like, you know, people I think are surprised and impressed with like what we're doing and, you know, like we want to work. We just want to work with cool people and help them out and do cool things. And like if we slow play anything for people out there, because we, we, we've like talked to a lot of cool people and, you know, we we it's our bandwidth that you know we're 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 working on and organizing and and that and we will get there and, and figure it out and how to scale and and grow um, at a, at a, at a pace that we can handle with like you know our team, um, but I will say like you know we want to learn what is our thing. We want to learn what our secret sauce is before we like oh we got to do this or do that. You know we, mm-hmm. and that's that's our philosophy like. Right now, I think it'll come, we'll figure it out, and that will come down the road. Like, we can't just meander through life and whatever, but I think, like, the beauty of what we're doing is that we are trying to help people and then see where that goes. And I think, you know, you mentioned John Caglione. I think he's a great, a great example. Mm-hmm. We took him to his first convention in October. Oh, so we went fun. To, to NYCC, New York Comic Con, and he connected with a lot of really cool people. He interviewed um, Juju. And I mean, also he's just a natural uh, a natural interviewer. I mean, he's just so good at like, and so genuine, but like he interviewed Juju, talked about his start. He talked to uh, Megs and he, he just was like really, really good at like networking and talking to people. And, and you know, and it's crazy. It was his first convention, but you know, we were at lunch and he was saying to me, he's like, that's what he was like you know you i can't put a word on it or or a name on it or whatever but he said that essentially like what you guys this little world that you're creating here is amazing and you're connecting people and you want to help people and like there's things that we want to do and that is nerd initiative like Mm -hmm. i want to get a collaborate button on stories where it's like if you want to reach out to someone you just hit that button and like try to maybe collaborate them on a video or so you know like that we want to again like like you had said like there's people that want to be, you know, soups and Juju and other people like that in the world and like, God bless them. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, you, it's, it's, I, I, it's like the, it's like the athlete and the celebrity that's, it's very, you have to be really, really up here, um, to, to do that and get to that, that perspective. I want to be the field that people play on. I don't want to be a team. I yeah. don't want to be a player. I want to, I want to be the stadium. And so like, to me like then I get to see everything I get to experience everything I get to connect with everyone like mm-hmm. we've like you said like we've gotten to work with John we've gotten to speak to like John Ramita Jr and Jerry Conway and uh you know more and more down the road Garrett and Gary Oldman um and so like there's so much stuff mm-hmm. that we have coming down the pike and we'll have and that was the literally takes it full circle to that first conversation we were talking about and we were trying to figure out like we basically wanted to figure out where do we go from here? And my first thing was like, all right, well, how do we combine forces? And then is there more people that want to combine with us? To, mm-hmm. That way we can do things. And I remember I remember asking you, like, do you want to do interviews? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I remember thinking, like, well, we should create a team. And that's what we did, basically. Um, and right now we're just in the in the segment of just helping people out, connecting using all our skill sets. And we have in just like the amount of p- people that are s- just so talented. Um, you know, you see, and I, I brought up again, like I, I, I and that guy's probably super awkward because of how much I rave about him all the time. But I mean, I just. For like, good reason. You know, there's people that have great skill sets. I think your knowledge and the way you deliver, deliver, you know, information, Sean's editing skills. Um, Sean's also an amazing podcaster, JJ. And, you know, uh-huh. it just goes on and on Pooja. I mean one of the highlights for me of the past year is the fact that Pooja, samosas and popcorn is a bona fide movie critic right now yeah like let that sink in if she's watching this like let that sink in you are a movie critic you have probably 20 to 30 plus movie reviews and so like if there's a goal in 2023 i want to see her on rotten tomatoes as like an official and i don't even know what comes <laughs> comes with that but like whatever oh yeah but, like, she's an actual like you know, people always talk about like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like in a matter of months, she's a legit movie critic. And so like, I'd like to get her to go to screenings. And like, I mean, that or even is- the
1: pressers like she like really? she like that's that's a thing like in and, and like she has her own samosas meter now and it's it's that's very so cool. <laughs> it's like, that,
2: I mean, that in a nutshell, that is what nerd initiative is. And that is what nerd initiative aspires to be. And right. it sounds cheesy and cliche. And I'm sounding like a, you know, a grandma right now, whatever. But like, that's what we want to be. And that's our goal all the time is to see growth and see people, you know, whatever. And then we'll figure out from there what, what we do to make it a business. Right. But like, yeah, I was thinking about like, yeah, like, again, like, I think it was Justin Timberlake, you know, with Jesse Eisenberg and they're at at the social network. And he was like, you don't know what it is yet. Don't start putting ads on it and making it uncool. It's cool right now. Figure it out. And I think we're growing and figuring it out. And so I think, you know, you brought up merch. Like my head always goes to that, like the foundation of what we want to do. We've met so many cool people, whether it be Brand Flakes or, I mean, I knew before, but Shoebaker and all these different artists, um, You know, Pablo Oliveira, who's like up there and these guys we've connected with and talked to and they're amazing. Um, I want to if we create like a really robust on 3.0 merch page, I want their stuff on there, too. And again, not for our own benefit, but like almost like people can come in there and know that they can trust that this is like quality, local, amazing art that you're going to get that is going to be stuff that you're going to love. Um, and I get asked all the time, like the Spider-Man poster, it's Dan Mumford. It's from bottleneck gallery. It is something in, you know, they're bigger and they're in New York city, but they have been, there's good ones and bad ones. Bottleneck gallery is top notch. And so, uh, you know, that's really the essence of what we want to do. And so, um, I always come back to It's just creating a community, growing that, you know, being supportive of each other, being non-toxic and just moving that needle. And growing that community that is like, you know, yeah. constructive and positive. And,
1: you know, a, a, a while back when we were talking, we, I remember you specifically made a, a statement where you said we have to figure out what we're dealers of, um, what, we're, what we're trying to craft, what are we offering, what is the tangible uh, product that we want to produce. And I think just sitting here with us talking, I, I think I realized that we're, we're dealers of opportunity. Um, yeah. and it's, if it's, whether it's like, let's say, uh, a, a person who has had an illustrious career, but wants to take the next step in like social media and just needs the, the tools and opportunity to be able to excel in that, um, whether it's our creators and I, I, I and, and if everybody wants to know, we, we, yes, we have at this point, there are six, there's at least 60 creators in nerd initiative and right. Crazy. Not every every creator produces content, and that is not that is by design that there are people that are just members to do. Let's say they do their videos, or it's to just participate in in the small community of creators that we have, you know, to help build each other up. Um, the opportunity is always there to write articles and to create nerd initiative content, but it's never a requirement. I remember I was in urgent care for a migraine, and I was. I was messaging one of our creators and they kept apologizing because they weren't making enough like articles. And I said, you were not brought on to make articles. You were brought on because you're positive. This is us giving you the opportunity. If you take the opportunity, that's fine. If you don't take the opportunity, that's fine. It's whatever you do with it. We just, we always say it's
2: a create your own adventure experience. Exactly. And and like you said, it's we're opportunities. And I, I, you know, if you think about like, what are our assets? Right? Like if you sell, if you sell, if you're Roosevelt, your assets are your shirts and your, you know, your IP and what you do, our assets are our people. You know, yeah. that's the thing. Again, it's a community of positive, talented people. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways you can go with that. Right. And I think that's the thing. And I think, I do think, you know, I'm not like Tony Stark. I'm not a few, fu- I don't call myself a futurist. that so like, I know what's coming and whatnot. I do kind of like, I'd like to, but I do see if there's one thing I do see the future, of the internet is going to continue to, con- I think now more so than ever after COVID and after what we've been through, is going to connect people. And I think there mm-hmm. is going to be a time, and I don't know how it's going to happen, and I've seen it more and more. And I think being on these platforms with YouTube and YouTube is limiting, you know, offensive and inappropriate comments. So that's like an option when you post a video. Mm-hmm. Uh, TikTok, I have, man, like, I mean, you mentioned, you know, obviously making sure you check in on everyone's people on there but i i've seen a lot less trolls i don't know and i'm they've made a lot of changes to their platform so i do think we're going to come out of a situation where you know where some of these things were watered down and negative and toxic and i think they're getting better Mm -hmm. and i think you know we're doing what we're doing at a really good time as too as well because that's what we want to do i mean that was another core thing is that we just don't want to we want to be constructive and positive and we don't want to you know deal in that whole thing and so yeah, I mean, I think that is where it's heading: is connection and 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 you know, you have masterclass online, which is learning from like all you know, that's yep. what's happening. Um, and so, I'm excited about the next phase and what we can do and the things we can learn and the and the connections we can make and the experiences and the people we can grow. The people are the are are literally our assets and our our most valuable resources of what we hold so like near and dear is how they feel being positive and doing what they do. And when they are succeeding and successful, like there's no better feeling in the world. And that's literally our only parameter of success when people are happy and positive and just having a good time. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I
1: think that's the thing. I think that's the approach that we also need to take in our lives, you know, whether it's content creation or writing articles, taking that opportunity, you know, deciding what you want to be driven for. And then even on our relationships, you know, relationships take work, um, you can't ever expect things to be handed to you. And so that's why like with, a, like even with a community, like you can, you can have that opportunity, but being able to take that, take that on and, and make it work for you. And, and, and I think that's one of the great parts about it is we have a great group of people and, you know, they're, 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 they're crazy, you know, positive. And, um, like, I just, I remember when we first started doing fandoms, even just doing, like the segments and then like making some suggestions with people. And I was afraid of approaching people saying, Hey, if you could redo this because Mm -hmm. you don't want that, like, like I just did this for you. What, you know, and that didn't happen. It was like, Oh, I didn't know. Let me do this. Or, and just to see the, 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 quality content, how it like from, even from the first episode, which was fantastic. To now it's like so polished and and you've mm-hmm. got – I mean it's just amazing to see the growth and that's I think what, what's the best part about it. And, and 2023 is going to be a year of growth for us. Um, we're only six days into it and I have probably been working more consistently on nerd initiative uh, like logistics and stuff than I did for the last two months. And that has been extremely exciting and then incredibly humbling at the same time. Um, we're going to be busy this year. And I can already f- yeah. foretell, you already know um, the, the groups that we're working with. And then at the same time, uh, things like C2E2. Yeah. Uh, we I don't know how that happened. It was not something that we decided. It just organically occurred that there will be a large gathering of nerd initiative members. I guess We should just oh, call yeah. ourselves the nerds, right? Put the the, the in the beginning, the, the nerds. Um and drop, so drop
2: the drop the, the it's cleaner
1: the, drop the the <laughs> no um, I'm kidding
2: it's in the movie right
1: Nerd's the initiative um so you've got but you've got like a, a large group that's going to be there and and we're 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 planning on doing things and there will be more to come regarding that and um what we're going to be doing there but you will definitely see us at some major um conventions and I know you and I will both be back for New York Comic Con and I believe some of the team are going to try to come. As Well, and um, but but just consider, you know, we've got over 60 creators over multiple continents, yeah, that's um, crazy. you know, in different countries. And, you know, the United States, yes, has, I think, the highest number of of readers on our website and everything else. But there are other countries that are catching up and it's just exciting to see that and where we go from here um there'll be more content there will be more shows coming down the road um you know we oh, want yeah. to build a catalog that gives opportunities and i mean if you sit here and, and here's the thing that i think is great and this is for for you if you're sitting there and you're not a member of nerd initiative and you're looking at us And you're like, Nerd Initiative sounds really great, but there's really not a whole lot of professional wrestling content. Or there's really not a lot of book content and literature content. There's really not a lot of this type of content that I really enjoy making. Maybe it's because we just haven't gotten you yet. Yeah. And just like we've said, you know, if you're interested in making content for us, you know, you can reach out, you know, tag us in videos on TikTok or you know, shoot us a, a message or, or even, or even, uh, fill out the form on the website and yeah, go to our website. The con- yep. There's a
2: contact us form that will go to us. Um, yep. yeah. I mean, I, I, the one thing I'll say about that, the biggest thing that, that to take from that of what you just said, because it, it, it really resonates is whatever you come to us with and that you want to cover and you mentioned wrestling and you mentioned, I mean, there's, there's, Comic creators on Instagram that um, that I've connected with um, through Shortbox that like are into sneakers like I am as well. Like there will be no judgment. So whatever mm-hmm. you are into does not matter. There will be no judgment. I am a anime novice, but I respect the heck out of and appreciate Yasin and Blake and Tony is into and getting into anime too, and and Pooja's into it as well, mm-hmm. and no. And eventually I'm going to have to get into it if I find the time and I'm sure I'll get like drawn in. But there is never any judgment on anything you are into, um, as long as it's positive, of course, Um, anything you are into, because we are all different. We are all all into what we're into and we celebrate those differences. And that's the important thing about what we are Mm -hmm. and what makes us special is that we appreciate it and want to learn from each other. And if that sounds weird, it's on purpose because that's how sadly that's not how common things are these days, um but it should be that way. And not saying we're like Bill and Ted, we're going to change the the structure of the world and like, you know, the thoughts of the world, but like we want to make a little bit, at least a ripple. Like and so we appreciate you whatever you're into, we respect you and yeah. Like there will be, never will be any judgment from us, no matter what you are a fan of.
1: Yep. And then it's the same thing as, like, even if you're, if, if you've known, been known for making certain content, like, I'm Mr. Marvelite. I make Marvel content. Um, that doesn't stop me from doing other stuff. And I think yeah. that's the thing, is, like, being able to, I mean, I, I, I'm I a Marvel fan, but I super geeked out with John Caglione because of The Dark Knight, because I love Heath Ledger's, uh, his, his... His taking on the Joker. Like, I just, that was one of my favorite roles that he's ever played. Um, and I think it's the best casting for the Joker. And I know some people prefer other characters, but I just, I, I love that. And knowing that John was the guy who helped make that, he's like, you know how I got these scars? John Caglione. That's just, <laughs> it's like, that Why? was the real story.
2: And then the last thing I will say before we go, but like, you know, you mentioned C2E2 and we talked a little bit, and there's a lot coming. But I, I I do, you know, it's going to be an emotional experience because I think, like, you know, specifics are still being worked out. We're still figuring out what, you know, exactly what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I do know there's certain things that we are going to do that are amazing and that I'm just in floored, you know, by, like, an official after party and this and that, and, you know, the fact that we're getting, like, you know, almost like a nerd house with, like, you know, double-digit <laughs> creators staying there. I, I'm... I cannot believe this is a reality, you know, in a, in Mm -hmm. a good way. And I think like, it's so damn cool that, you know, us talking back in, you know, 10 months ago has come to this and will continue to, to grow. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I even have friends reaching out and being like, Oh, you should talk to, you know, my friend or my brother who works for this company. And, you know, they would probably be figure out a way to work, you know, I think mm-hmm. there's so many lessons that can be learned from from this experience and we'll continue to learn. And we've you know, brought it up in this journey and on the show before and in videos before. And it's just like, just, you know, go for what you love to do, you know, try it out. Um, the worst thing that can happen is that it doesn't work out, but you have a journey and experience and, and, and you have a learning experience and you know, we're going to keep doing what we're doing and keep mm-hmm. trying and keep creating and keep helping other people. Um, but I mean, I'm excited for C2E too, cause that's going to be a huge, like kind of a culmination experience, yeah. um, for all of us and man, it's going to be super cool. But, um, yeah, yeah. I just, just, you know, keep doing what we're doing. I, I don't know. I am running out of words to explain it, but no, I, I
1: think that's the thing. I think just we're, we're incredibly grateful for where we are in this path. You know, we 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 you know, we we thought that it was going to be a years long, multiple years getting to where we're at now and to see the growth. And then we started doing the show in September and then, you know, we're now over five thousand on YouTube. And, you know, we're we we have the ability to have a goal that by C2E2 we're at ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Um and and to think that we could you know do these things and, and I I almost want to feel like when we set our goals from now on we set our goals to the extreme and then we have like smaller dollar back goals that we're like okay these are little mm-hmm. wins yeah and rather we we hit that you know you shoot I, I hate the phrase because I always hear it all the time but it makes perfect sense you know shoot for the moon and you'll 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 land among the stars and it's <laughs> it, it's so cheesy it's so cheesy but. It, 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 it's true. You, yeah. you don't ever throttle yourself. The only person that can ever limit you is yourself. Yeah. And right. I'm learning that. I know I've sat and talked with my family I mean, and
2: look at today. And this is the last thing I'll, I'll say. And again, I always take it. I always, I'm going to take it outside of my little circle, right? Well, not outside of my, like, I'm always going to take the spotlight away from me. And put it on someone else, and I, like, luckily, this is what Nerd Initiative is, which is great because I get to lean into it, and it's good for what we're doing, right? It's not mm-hmm. like detrimental. You know, we shared something today. You know, Caption Life and Wednesday Poll both popped up, and JJ saw it. These two really great creators um, that are in our our, our Discord, um, and they popped up in like the top fifty comic podcasts to listen to and if you haven't checked them out you should on top of um uh uh, oh man i'm drawing a blank but there's an um ken's uh it's oblivion bar podcast i think i did it right right um who's another amazing um creator and person um that's that one and then i gotta double check the other one because he's one of the best people ever as well it's just cool to see Um, odph and i don't know what that's but he's i mean he was talking recently ken was saying that i think it was like they're they're nearing like a hundred thousand downloads or something like that's crazy and so i just love the fact that we're in a in a world where we're able to learn from people that have gone through the journey but also celebrate them it's not about competition or about and again that's why i always say i want, I want to own the stadium <laughs> like yeah. i want to own like that's what i want to be a, a be a be the business of and
3: mm.
2: being like hey let's everyone gets to play in the sandbox and everyone gets to do what they want to do and we're going to help you get there um, but also we're learning from people and there's yeah. people that like are better so much better at, at certain things than than, than we are and that's the cool thing about it, It, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's the essence of what it is and that's, it's a beautiful thing. And yeah, it's going to continue to grow, continue to, to connect with amazing people. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great thing so far.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think we've said as much as we can, because if we keep talking, we're not going to really make much more sense. Um, but I will say this, um, for those of you who are watching, uh, thank you for being part of this journey. I know I probably said that in the last episode when I did the recording. Um, it is not only our creators, but those that are consuming and watching and subscribing and following that have made this possible. Um, just to give a little bit of uh, information, tomorrow, January 7th, um, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, there is going to be a live uh, TikTok live because we hit 1,000 followers and a giveaway. And so. Uh, we, we're good at, we're all about giveaways. So, so by all means, um, make sure you tune in for that. Um, please be sure to uh, follow us on nerdinitiative.com. I want to make
2: one, can I make one correction yeah. real quick? Sure. So we were talking about Ken. It's the ODPH podcast. It's Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. No one can blame me for not remembering that, but, um, there, that's another one that we were talking about in, we talked about Caption Life and, um, we talked about Wednesday Poll. Another one that's amazing, run by great people. Um, so yeah, sorry, I get back to it, but I just wanted to—I wanted to correct that because another person that's been, you know, incredibly supportive and positive, and I wanted to make sure I got that right. So thank you. Sorry.
1: Oh no, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, please, uh, please go to nerdydishof.com. Check out our articles. Make sure you put a like on those those articles that you read. It really does help us, uh, as well as liking this video um, if you're watching it after we've done the stream. Um, and uh, yeah. By all means, thank you so much for being a part of this. There's more news to come for this year. Um, We'll be excited and we will be back with you in two weeks from now. All right. So, uh, well, good night, Michael.
2: Good night. See you guys later.